What is good, y'all? Howdy doody. I don't know. I just said howdy doody. Let's try and forget that and move on. You know what? Let's just get right into the presentation because it's something I'm excited about. It's something that I've been planning for a long time. I've just been waiting for the right time to release it. And today is that day. So off rip, what are you going to learn from watching this video? We're going to talk about keyword intent. And we're going to talk about how you need to reframe how you classify intent. Our industry has been using keyword and search intent for over a decade now. And we have to take another look at it and take it one step further, really to what I'm calling SERP intent. Now, to me, this is the missing piece to your SEO and content performance. If you're creating a lot of content, especially for clients at scale, and you just can't get it to rank, it's likely because you are not using the right type of SERP intent, which we're gonna talk about in massive detail, don't worry. So after going through this webinar, you should understand how to leverage this tactic, how to push it into your content practice for yourself and for your clients and how to create content that ranks because it's matching the exact type of intent that Google and searchers wanna see. Then we're gonna go over the shoulder and I'm gonna show you exactly how I implement this tactic into our content practice, both for myself and for clients, and how we're doing this at scale to churn out even better content and something that you can take and push back into your practice by the time you finish watching this video. So let's jump on in. So within the scope of our five phases of SEO, this falls under phase three. This is the building phase. This is where we get into content marketing. So within our content marketing module, within the blueprint, we do content audits, we do keyword gap analysis. And now we're talking about building a content strategy and pushing a lot of these concepts into it. Important to note, these are advanced concepts that we're gonna talk about here. If you guys have any questions, please leave them in the comments. Please feel free to hit me up in Slack. I'm happy to go through these in more detail because this is not something that people are talking about. It's not something that's been covered before. So it might be very difficult and confusing to grasp at first, but no worries, that's why I'm here. I'm gonna be your Sherpa. I'm gonna take you through this stuff step by step. So starting off with keyword intent, this is a concept that you guys have no doubt seen before. You've probably seen it displayed this way uh, with a couple of stages, three, maybe four stages, You know, informational searches. So somebody looking for how to tie their shoes, investigational searches, somebody looking for the background and the criteria on an attorney they wanna hire or an SEO agency they wanna hire, transactional searches, which is, you know, buy white shoelaces now, hire an attorney now, et cetera, et cetera. You've seen these before. Maybe you've also seen it displayed as a funnel. This is something that we talk about a lot in the blueprint. We go through and we'll actually tag keywords based on this different funnel that we've mapped to the marketing funnel that also matches with search intent. So we use awareness, discover, consider, and customer. Those are four stages of keyword and search intent that we use. So more specifically, what exactly is keyword intent? I define keyword intent as a method to tag and classify keywords for mapping an organization. But why does this matter? Keyword intent helps us understand what a searcher is seeking. So for example, if somebody is looking for, again, how to tie white shoelaces versus buy white shoelaces, we're able to easily layer on some sort of intent behind the fact that, hey, if they're searching for how to, that's informational, they probably wanna see a blog post. Where if they're searching for something for buy, shop, that's transactional, they're probably gonna wanna see a product or a category page. So we can use it at a very high level to help us map out content type, i.e product page versus blog post, just based on what that keyword is, right? It also helps us to organize and prioritize our plan of attack. So for example, when do we wanna go after bottom funnel pages? When do we go after uh, AKA product pages in a client campaign versus when do we wanna attack those top funnel informational searches, maybe doing a content marketing campaign? This gives us a framework to understand the, prior to, the prioritization of the keywords and when we wanna go after them. And what I wanna do is just show you a quick example of one of our keyword research files that we have in the blueprint just to show you how this works. So for example, two pages here, one is about energy T, that's the main keyword. The other one here is about how to increase energy levels. So 
One of them is going to be a top funnel informational search. That's the how to increase. The other one is going to be more of a bottom mid funnel, people searching for energy tea. So what you can see is we've mapped that how to increase energy to a blog post and that energy tea keyword to the product page respectively. But then what we've done also is we've gone ahead and we've classified intent. So you can see based on our four stages funnel that we teach within the blueprint, the product page is down at the bottom. This is consideration. This is down where people are considering buying something. And the other one is an awareness or an attention based search where people are looking for informational stuff. So you can basically just see how we've taken these keywords, map them to a page, map them to the right type of page, and then assign them an intent. And then what we're able to do is we're able to take a priority based on that, based on if the client needs to work more on product pages versus on content, we're able to basically segment the website based on that keyword intent, which we've also then mapped to a page intent. So this is not a new concept. You guys are aware of it. That's not why you're here, but keyword intent is not enough. And I have to give credit where it's due. A lot of these concepts I discovered through Bernard. He's the co-founder of ClearScope. Amazing tool. It's a staple of what we do at content marketing and SEO for our clients. It allows us to optimize our content, but also just the way that their tool is built. It allows us to incorporate a lot of these concepts I'm going to talk about in terms of SERP intent because their tool is based on these concepts that they know and understand and a large reason why, they, why they've had so much success. So make sure you check them out, clearscope.io, amazing tool. And one of the examples that I actually borrowed from one of Bernard's videos is the example of how to get rid of pimples. So let's say, for example, somebody is searching for how to get rid of pimples. If we're looking at the pure keyword intent, it's top funnel informational, right? It's a how-to search. Just playing off the back of this exercise, if we're just working off keyword intent here, we're likely going to create a blog post or a resource guide, etc. Again, nothing too groundbreaking there. You know that. So if we stop there, we'll never rank. Why? This is where SERP intent comes into play. This is where we have to take our keyword and go to Google and understand not just what, hey, this is what the searcher might be looking for when how to get rid of pimples, but what Google is telling us that the results should be. Because remember, Google is... Google's algorithm is constantly modifying itself based on what searchers are, how their searchers are behaving in the SERPs. So for example, if somebody's searching for how to get rid of pimples overnight and the result all the way in number eight is the one that they, everyone keeps clicking on, that result over time is going to move up, right? And we see this happening because when we look at the search engine results for how to get rid of pimples, what we see is that every single result type in there is about fast, overnight, quickly. Because the intent, the real intent behind that keyword is telling us that people want to do this fast. And if we're just doing keyword research and if we're just tagging this, you know, with our traditional methods of tagging keyword intent, we're never going to un understand what Google is telling us that should be ranking. So what's happening here is the sub keyword or the smaller keyword is actually overtaking the main keyword or the head keyword in this case because of the SERP intent, because people overwhelmingly want to get rid of their pimples fast and overnight. But without taking that extra step to understand SERP intent, What's going to happen is we're going to create a piece of content about how to get rid of pimples. We're probably not going to include the fast and you're never going to rank for that keyword because again, what Google is telling us is that if you want to rank for how to get rid of pimples, it has to be about how to get rid of pimples fast or how to get rid of pimples overnight. So yeah, maybe your secondary keyword research, your LSI, whatever you want to call it, keyword research came up with fast on top of that. But if you don't modify the main topic of the article to be about how to get rid of pimples fast, you just won't rank. Again, because what happens is Google's constantly monitoring and understanding based on every single keyword search, what searchers are actually looking for when they're doing that. So again, if we're just doing keyword intent, yeah, we know they want to see a blog post. Great, because it's a how-to search. But do we know what type of blog post? Do we know what they're looking for out of that blog post? So the keyword of how to get pimples, 
how to get rid of pimples does not change, but the topical targeting, the page title, the outline of the page should all be geared towards fast, right? So you can see how keyword research fails us a little bit because we, if we don't take that extra step to understand what the true intent behind that search is, we'll never create the right kind of content that's gonna map to that SERP intent. So unpacking this a little bit more, Serpentent is a method to build content based on what Google is telling us that users want to see for a given keyword search, right? So why does this matter? It helps us to understand what a searcher is really seeking topically. So again, with this, how to get rid of pimples, uh, the keyword is how to get rid of pimples, but the topic is actually how to get rid of pimples fast, how to get rid of pimples overnight. That's what topically we should be talking about. So we have to modify, not the keyword, but the topic of what we're talking about, the page, how we're gonna build that page based on what the Serpentine is telling us. So this helps us to refine our keyword and content targeting, but it also helps us to understand the exact type of content that we need to create. And a little bit later, I'm gonna walk you through the different types of content and the different types of content tactics that we'll use based on what Serpentine is telling us. So let's go through some more examples, uh, starting with the how to get rid of pimples one, just to really drive home this concept again, because it's a little bit confusing if you're not seeing this right for the first time. So looking at how to get rid of pimples, the keyword intent is gonna to be top funnel informational. Keyword intent would inform us to create a blog post or a guide, but SERP intent is gonna tell us how to target that blog post specifically for what Google wants to rank based on user behavior, as I already talked about. If that how to get rid of pimples fast article started on the second page, but everyone started clicking on that, sticking on that article, then what happens is, is those types of results over time gradually get promoted until the SERPs are overtaken by that SERP intent. So Serpentent will help us to modify our keyword targeting to make it about fast, aka altering the topic targeted to make it non-generic and specific. So the, the main keyword there, how to get rid of pimples, is a little bit generic, but how to get rid of pimples fast makes it more specific. And we can, again, target what the SERP is telling us that should be ranking. So let's look at some more examples here. So this one here is for cheap protein powder. So the keyword intent here would be either bottom or, or top hybrid. Right? We don't really know what this keyword intent is about. Again, this is the struggle with just using keyword intent. If we're saying cheap protein powder, it could be some, somebody looking to buy cheap protein powder. It could be looking for some, it could be somebody looking to for brands, cheap protein powder for pricing information. We just don't know. So if we're just stopping there with keyword intent, you know, we're a little bit stuck. So what the SERP intent here tells us when we take this keyword and we put it into Google Incognito is that the results type are mixed. Because again, like I said, people don't really, may, may not know whether they're looking for cheap protein to buy or cheap protein to discover and inform and learn. Big the, the SERP is mixed, the, the search engine results pages is mixed between big brands offering cheap protein powder and Roundup articles reviewing best proteins. So if we wanna have visibility for this keyword, so if one of our clients, for example, is a, is a vendor of different supplements and they sell protein and cheap protein powder, and during our keyword research process, we discover that, hey, this is a keyword that we really wanna rank them for, it's important. We have to understand, if we wanna get visibility, we also have to understand the website type that we're working with within this framework. So if we're a big brand, a big authoritative retailer like uh, Walmart or like GNC, we can attack this keyword going after the bottom funnel purchase intent, right? because the big brands are ranking, that's what, that's what the Serpentine is telling us, that, hey, these big brands are really authoritative. Um, you know, the first couple of results on the first page are the big brands ranked for this. So if we're working with a big brand, then we can say, hey, what, we should launch a product page or a category page dedicated directly to cheap proteins. We can probably increase sales right away if we get that page to rank. However, if we're working for a smaller vendor, 
that doesn't have that type of authority, then we're probably going to want to then we're going to want to create a piece of content around that. That's a roundup. That's going into you know maybe like 15, uh, 15 cheap prote- protein powders that you need to try. Going into each one of their nutrition facts. Um, you know each one of those brands would be a subheading, and then internally you can use those internal links to push those to the protein powders on your website. So again, what Serpentent is telling us here is that the results are mixed. We don't know exactly what searches are looking for, and we have to understand how we can attack the SERPs based on the website that we own or that we're working with. So another one that I wanna look at here is how to build a podcast. So the keyword intent is top informational against how to, somebody looking for information on how to build a podcast. However, what we don't know though, is exactly what they're looking for when they're saying build. To me, build could be two things. It could be there to start a podcast, to launch it. So like going after that kind of keyword intent and search intent of people looking to like how to host, uh, how to record, blah, blah, blah. Or build also could be how to get more customers, how to market it. So it kind of splits. Again, the keyword intent doesn't tell us enough there. We have to really look at the SERPs to understand what people are really looking for when they're looking for how to build a podcast. So the SERP intent, when we Google this, is telling us that people are looking for information on how to start a podcast. So we'd want to explore those keywords if that's a map that routes to the client. So for example, uh, if I'm working with a company like Buzzsprout as a client, or you know, I own a podcast hosting platform, then I would want to go after the how to start because that maps to my brand, right? Because if I'm helping you host a podcast and I'd want to teach you how to start a podcast too, that makes sense. However, if I am a marketing agency or a consultant and a lot of it, we're encouraging a lot of our clients to do podcasts, we don't really want to show them as much how to start. We want to focus on more of the how to promote and build and grow and scale, right? So again, so this keyword kind of splits and you have to understand the website that you're working with, the client, the intent, who they're ultimately selling to and what they're selling for how to properly attack this keyword. If you wanna go after the start, right? Or if you wanna go after the scale and build and promote. So when we take these two, uh, how to start versus how to build an audience for a podcast, uh, and we Google how to start, it's a focus SERP, meaning that all of the result types are all about how to start, how to start, how to start. That's a focus result type. We'll talk more about that in a second. Whereas how to build is a mixed result. So we'd likely want to create a roundup of different articles and growth tactics, right? So again, so number one is understanding, hey, this is the keyword that we want. This is the search volume. This is the keyword intent. It's top, it's informational. Number two is then taking that keyword, going to Google, and then understanding what Google is showing based on SERP intent. Then looking at that SERP intent, we can say, hey, is this keyword still a good fit for the client or we need to split this off even more? Again, unpacking what build really means. Does it mean to start a podcast? If that's the case, yes. We'll, st- we'll write an article about how to start a podcast and we'll do more keyword research to, to support that, which I'll show you in a minute. Versus if it's for like a marketing company or an agency, we probably wanna go after the how to build and we wanna go after the promotional. So we probably wanna build you know a roundup style article of all the different promotional tactics, right? So the how to start would be a detailed guide like, hey, step one, um, you know, pick, pick a topic, pick a strategy, find a podcasting host, blah, blah, blah. Whereas how to build and grow would be number one, Facebook ads, number two, user email list, et cetera, et cetera. So you can see how not only does the topic split and the keyword split, but also the type of content that we're going to want to create, which I'll talk about a little bit more in a second. And that second is right now. So let's talk about how to put this into practice. So what I want to do is jump on over into our content workbook. This is what we teach and use within the blueprints template that we give away. And I'll show you exactly how we're taking this and mapping this then to Serpentent. So before I jump over there, I want to kind of give you a quick overview of what we're going to be doing within the topics workbook. 
So there's a note section, and literally all I'm doing, and I got this again from Bernard at ClearScope, is taking the keyword using Google Incognito and then counting the SERP result types. So what that means is I'm going to say number one here, okay, this is a step-by-step -step guide, give a little one. Two, this is how to do a content audit. Three, uh, another one, step-by-step -step guide. So it would be two step-by-step -step guides. One how-to. This one is content audit tips. And I'm literally going through and I'm just taking little notes and I'm counting these up so I can make a determination on whether the SERP results are focused, meaning just like the how to get rid of pimples, all of the results are pretty much the same. Google knows exactly what to serve and what type of content to serve because of what the intent behind that really is or mixed, like this would be an example of mixed, step-by-step, how-to, tips. This is a little bit more mixed and we'd have to dig into our arsenal and do a little bit more research to figure out the exact type of content we wanna create around that keyword search. And we wanna be specific because as I'm gonna show you right now is this is gonna dictate, this one decision is gonna dictate pretty much exactly the page type and the content tactic that we're gonna use. So what you're looking at is our content topic workbook. This is what we use in the blueprint. You get full access to this plus, uh, you know, step-by-step -step videos on how to go through every single line item in here. What I wanna focus on here is what's highlighted in yellow for Serpentent. Again, I have this all broken down in ridiculous detail in the blueprint training. So I'm not gonna go through too much here. I just wanna make sure that you guys are understanding of how to leverage this. So again, so when I say we're counting SERP types, here's the how to get rid of pimples, here's the keyword. Basically, what I'm doing is just going through and literally counting the SERP results. So natural ways, how to, how to get rid of pimples fast, how to get rid of pimples fast. I'm literally how to fast overnight four. Uh, so there's four results that have this kind of title and topic. There's three that are roundups that are natural and fast. There's one that's a straight how to. So just looking at this, we know that this is a focused SERP result. And then from here, I'm able to go through and I'm able to pick the type of page that I want to create. For, for the purpose of this discussion here, it's going to be blog posts. Within the blueprint, I talk about how we take these and we push this into whether it should be a sales page, a product page, a blog post, a podcast, etc. Really splitting this off to making sure that we're going through the right page type. And then content tactic. So content tactic means what is the exact kind of content that we're going to create around this? So curated roundup is basically kind of like a listicle, like 12 ways to get rid of pimples, 10 ways to build muscle, uh, you know, 12 link building tactics, etc. You got expert guides, roundups, you've got webinars in here too. Again, I'm not going to go into this here. I just want to stay within the context of this because guys in the blueprint, I literally go through this in excruciating detail for how to really build and scale a content practice um, that doesn't require really a content marketing expert, uh, all just based on this data. And then from here, again, I say, okay, this is a focus SERP result. It's gonna be a blog post and it's gonna be an expert guide and it's gonna be new, blah, blah, blah. And then I go through and I build out these, what, what we call the framing keywords. I build in more notes. So framing keywords are a really important part of this. This is gonna help us build the context for the article. I don't care about secondary keywords, LSI keywords, whatever the fuck people call them. I care more about building out the context for the article based on the, the proper building blocks for keywords. That's what framing keywords are here. And then we go through and we build out these what we call page level SEO recommendations, which are really, really detailed content outlines. Again, I give you all these templates. I show you how to build them. And this is really important because guys, I run all this. All this is done via my offshore team. I'm paying eight bucks an hour for, to get this done. We're delivering this to very big and very advanced clients. And because this is all based on data, because they're following best practices, because I'm giving them a process to do this, anybody can do it. 
it's complicated. This is advanced SEO, meaning you can charge a lot of money for it, but you don't have to be a freaking genius to do this stuff. You just got to follow the teachings and the process that I give you in the blueprint. And literally, guys, this is color by number. You fill in the template, you send it to a client, you collect big checks. And also, even more importantly, on top of that, you're creating content that is going to rank. <laughs> you can rest assured that the work that you're doing is the utmost highest quality because there's no other agencies, there's no other really content teams out there doing this type of work because it's a lot of work up front. But once this is done, we pass it to a writer and now we're building content and scale in perpetuity. This is one of my secrets for how I create so much content. We go through this process to build out this workbook here. Uh, we then, this literally feeds into a content calendar, which feeds into a project management system, uh, which then allows us to scale this stuff up really fast and really quickly. So like I said, I'm not gonna go into too much more detail on this because it's all in the blueprint and you guys can check it out there. Hopefully you took a lot of value from this. This is not something that people are talking about. If you want the templates, if you want the trainings, I have an entire dedicated module within the blueprint to just content marketing. I blow this out in even more detail. I show you how this fits into the overall content marketing process. I give you all the templates. You can see all the templates over here. There's over 20 videos that are dedicated to just talking about content marketing ideation, content marketing templates, how to sell this to clients, how to strategize, how to build this into your proposals, all that stuff. Everything you need about content marketing to run, grow, and scale for clients or for yourself is within this module. Of course, this is just one small piece of what the entire blueprint training is. If you do purchase the dedicated content marketing module, then if you do decide to purchase the full blueprint, then you will be discounted that full amount towards the full blueprint. Not even to really go into all the detail here and all the testimonials because they're all over the web, but there's just flooded with people who are using this, loving it, and it's helping them grow and scale their businesses and their clients' campaigns 10 times faster than it was before. So if you guys want access to this, all you got to do is head over to the blueprint.training, head over to the content marketing module, and you can pick it up there. Hopefully, I will see you guys inside. And as always, if you have any questions, please drop me a comment. I'll get to it as soon as I possibly can. Peace.